using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean? I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real <laughs> advice straight from the source. Wait, have you ever seen Goonies? Because it sounded like that. Hey, you. Yeah, it did, it did. I try, I try to change it up, but I, nothing's natural. No, it was good. This was, it was, okay. it was a nice flow, yes. Okay, okay. I, it was me screwing it up and ruining it for you. Thank Continue. You for Thank you for that. Continue. I am one of your hosts, Kristen Carney, comedian extraordinaire. Check out my comedy at youtube.com <laughs> slash see you next twos comedy. Uh, we also have Marnie Kinras, the best-selling author of Get Inside Her, and we have Sex with Emily here today, Emily Morris, the very knowledgeable, sexy lady. Hello. She's a doctor. Doctor. That's why I said knowledgeable. Yes. Right. Knowledgeable doctor. Doctor doctor of sex. Yes. Yes, Doctor of sex. That's the best kind. I know, right? And I don't want to forget Art because every time Art, I'm so sorry, every time I forget, not that I don't love you, but I want to say hello. Thank you for being here. Everyone, Art's here. And then uh, later in the show, we have Chloe Klein coming on, who is our Tinder what would you call it? Right. Correspondent? Correspondent, actually, okay. is a better word. Yeah. She, goes, she said she has aficionado. tons of stories, but so does Emily. It's aficionado, I like that. Yes, yeah. yes. I just started using Tinder myself. I know, so I can't wait for us to, for all of us to talk about it and do it together. I love it. Yeah. We should do it together. I actually, because I've been out of town, so I need to like catch up with my Tinder messages. Yes, yes I, I want to see it. I and came right to ask women because I didn't want to miss it. I, I do it. need to see a demonstration. I see a demo. I've just heard You guys can help me pick guys because then some of my friends are like, hey, really? You're going to yes him? We'll get Right. It almost says yes to everybody and then see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, you guys, you could, but that wouldn't be realistic. Right. No. But you guys, I don't want to cut off the Tinder talking, but I do want to talk about Amazon because it's yeah. so important to help us stay on the air. This isn't free, unfortunately, for us. I mean, we don't pay for it, but you know what I'm saying. They don't pay us for it either. Right. So we need to keep it on the air. That's where you come in. Please bookmark winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon and do all of your shopping through that page. And let us know when you do, because we will give you a shout out personally. On yes. The show. Well, thank you for it. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter. Yes. Okay. What else? What else do you want That's to do? my list. That's it. Okay. So then we're going to talk to Emily about sex, obviously. Perfect. Let's talk to you about grocery shopping. No. Okay. We're not going to talk about please. sex. Okay. Because the thing that I want to talk about today is the clitoris. Oh, I love it. Ah, okay. I know. And I want, the reason Dolores. I wanted to bring it up was because I wanted to make Kristen so really uncomfortable yeah. and squirm the entire time. So okay, good. Yeah. 20 minutes of her being uncomfortable and not being able to handle okay. the conversation. Got it. But so I, okay, the main things I want to tell guys today for the chapter in the man's playbook. <laughs> Are you horny to win? <laughs> that is hilarious. The worst yet best thing I've ever Absolutely. heard. Absolutely. I like it. Keep it. Keep it. It's good for now. So I want to talk about where the clitoris is okay. and what outer space to do with it. Okay. That is a great <laughs> question. That is, the, that is such an important question because... As women, we are so gifted that we, we have are. this clitoris, right? The yes. clitoris' <laughs> only purpose on the planet is for pleasure. Really? It has 8,000 nerve endings. For real? For rizzle. And the man... The I used to call it my pink thing when I was little. Oh, <laughs> my God, you're lucky you knew it. I didn't discover it until like 20. I Me like, too. Well, no, because it would rub, rub on my jeans and I'd be like, it's drying out. It's really comfortable, this pink thing. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. Right. Right. A lot of women do discover it early on. I hate them. Those women, no, I'm kidding. They're like, right? Well, Mine, I had an orgasm at five. I'm like, really? You're <laughs> so I had no clue until I was in, in my early 20s. Yeah. That I was actually supposed to feel something right. when, when things were happening. Same. There. Totally. But the clitoris, that's why because the man, like to give you an example, like the penis has like, I can't always get like a thousand nerve endings. Like the, the clitoris, that's why it's there. And so the problem mm-hmm. is, so the clitoris is, all women have clitorises, you know, unless they've had the horrible like surgery, you know. Right. You don't have to get into Do people have it removed? Like, well, yeah, well, like in Africa. Oh, like, right. Where they chop it off. They chop it off. Yeah, that's right. right. We can talk about that. But before you it's like genocide on. Of course she did. Oh, God. Yeah, but we're talking about, we are female for circumcision, but we are talking about the clitoris. That's why it's there, pleasure. And women have it. It's 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 like a little nub, like at the top yeah. of your, you know, labia. And for women, you know, a lot of, some women, it's hidden behind the clitoral hood. Behind all the hair. Yeah, behind the hair. If you got a lot, if you got a big bush. <laughs> bush. This is another reason why if you, if you shave, it's easier to find. Um, and so it becomes a gorge when you get aroused. So it's, then you can start, you can find it a lot easier. And it is the key to most women's pleasure in having an orgasm. Yeah. So there's different kinds of orgasms. So the clitoral orgasm, and then there's like the G-spot orgasm or the internal orgasm. And really they're all kind of connected, but most women need clitoral stimulation to even have any other kind of orgasm. So like, yeah. there's a lot of women who can have a G-spot orgasm or an internal one, but they need the clitoris stimula- uh, stimulated first. So the thing about the clitoris is, and the problems with the clitoris is, is that, well, most men can't find it, but we're going to get into that in a minute, is that we are told as women that we have sex with a man or with a woman, whoever you have sex with. And or let's talk about a man because intercourse, that you're going to have an orgasm because right. he's going in and out, in and out, and then you're going to have an orgasm. And then there's like most of the population of women are like, what the hell? I didn't have an orgasm. It's because the penis is nowhere near the clitoris when you're doing the in and out. The, the right. clitoris does not get enough stimulation during sex. It really doesn't on its own. So that's why you need to use your fingers. You need to sit. There's certain positions that are better. That makes me wonder just in terms of our creator, why wasn't it put in a spot where it was in, like, you know, guys, I mean, there's no other thing to use, but the thing that gives them pleasure. Exactly. And then for us, of course, it's hidden. Why wouldn't it be just like up? It's just the unfair now. Maybe we're not supposed to be with men. Exactly. Well, originally it was like a penis. They say it was like chopped off and the clitoris was, you know, all men or or men. Oh, really? Yeah. But anyway, so, so that's why it's there. So the thing is, is that women need, and what I tell women all the time is that they need extra clitoral stimulation and not to be intimidated during sex to say your partner or yourself to start touching yourself there. Use lots of lube and touch yourself. He can use his fingers or use sex toys for people. Like if sex toys, there's so many amazing toys out there now that you can use that are like very discreet. You can put it on your clothes and you can have an orgasm that way. So most women, they start masturbating or you were saying when you were younger, crying, crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's usually like, the, you know, you hear these stories about women. Like I was horseback riding when I was six and I had an orgasm. I know. Or I was riding what? a bike. It's because they're clitoris. Right. So it's, and, and the thing about the clitoris is that you, this is how we can have multiple orgasms too. I mean, you could just keep arousing and, and, and the, every woman's different. Here's the other thing is that, you know, a lot of women, their upper left quadrant of the clitoris is more sensitive. Some women, the upper, yeah, it's broken into quadrants. Like, I'm just lucky really? that I can find it. There's like <laughs> yeah, quadrants, right? Like, there's imagine. quadrants. And it's sensitive in different areas, and it definitely engorges when you get turned on, and then it'll be easier to to Which means, like, them. swells? It swells, exactly. Okay. It swells. And, you know, there's blood that rushes to it, and then it swells. So like a penis. It opens up like a penis. It swells. Your lips open, and you your your clitoris swells, and you have orgasms. So that's really the only purpose is, is to have pleasure. And I think that a lot of men are sort of confused by it because, A, none of them aren't quite sure where to find it. And then when they do, they think, well, the last person I was with, she really liked it when I went straight for it, and I, t- and I used my fingers, and I rubbed it really hard. Well, some women just want it rubbed around the outside. They yep. want it light. Some Every single woman is different. And you have a hundred women in the room orgasming, orgasming or <laughs> masturbating, and they're all going to be touching themselves differently. They're all going to be, because so you can't, I'm sorry, guys, like there's not like a one size fits all for like, there's not one trick I can tell you except for to pay attention. And to what, what does that mean though? Pay, pay attention. attention. So let's say, first of all, well, yeah, pay attention. Like if, when you're touching her, is she like moaning? Does it look like it feels good? Or is she like wincing in pain? How is she reacting? Does her breath quicken? But so, so you have to pay attention because a lot of women aren't as comfortable telling their partner, right. you know, and I talk about this on my podcast all the time, Sex with Emily, is that, that women are not raised and hopefully it's changing now to communicate sexually with their partner what they need. We I know think, I didn't. We think someday my prince will come and so will I, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He's going to show up, this guy, and I'm just going to have 
crazy orgasms. Well, guess what? Guys don't know. So you need to tell them, oh, a little to the left, a little to the right, or whatever it is that you need. But there is no man, no woman on the planet that's going to know your body better than yourself. So the most important work you can do sexually as a woman is to know your own body. Like spend time masturbating, spend time figuring out what makes you feel good. Cause so then when the prince comes, you can say, here, buddy, this is exactly this what is the spot. Start rubbing here. And so I always tell guys to slow down, like start slow. Most women don't want you to go right for it because we're not warmed up yet, which is why foreplay is so important. You know, you got to get us warmed up, kissing, slowly undressing. And I'm not talking about every single time. Sometimes you can throw it on the bed and rip her clothes off. I have no problem with that. But for most women, you need to get her warmed up. Yeah. Start touching her over her her pants, over her underwear. Don't immediately take her underwear off and just get right into it. Yeah. And so like I like when people start touching me on my third layer of pants. That right. I'm <laughs> me too. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> of your chastity belt, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually you, you get in there. And then I always tell guys go five times slower than you think. Okay. Touch it slower and use lots of lube. And how do they find it? How do they find it? Is there it? like a it's, quick way to tell I mean, them how it's, to find it's it? It's at the top. It's like a little nub at like the top of like your vaginal opening. So you know where you're sticking your penis in. If you looked right above that, there's a little nub there. And sometimes it's it's a little it feels piece, like a button. It's a pee. It's like a button. It's like a pea yeah. size. And it is um on most women, you know, you can find it. It sometimes it's hidden though. And some women, it's sticking out. It means literally every woman is different, but it's always at the top there. And also those 8,000 nerve endings are not just in that P. Those those nerves extend all around that area. So it can feel really good to rub like her, her lips and then inside even the G-spot orgasm or if you rub above her pubic bone for a lot of women, oh, that that's feels good. for me. Yeah, me too. So if, that's because you're also, those are the nerves from the clitoris that you're that you're rubbing and touching that can feel so, so it's nervy, not just clitoris. about <laughs> you so nervy the nerve of that clitoris you know? <laughs> so it's pretty it's exciting you know no pun intended that, that that it has such this great reach and there's so much that you can do to it and that you always it's important to have lubricant so i love lubricant like i always say you can never be too rich too thin have too much lube <laughs> because lube has such a stigma to it i think it's like oh she's dry she's uncomfortable we better whip out the lube and it's like no like put lube on your nightstand like it's it, it even if she's wet it feels really good she should be lubricated so get yeah. you know get, lick your fingers or, or use lubricant and just start lightly like rubbing around it rub her thighs and then you can make your way into touching the clitoris lightly or however she wants it to be touched and then oral sex with the clitoris is a whole nother yeah. I mean, I can go on. That's a whole other episode. Maybe we'll I, I, go on for, I can go on for 18 hours, but is that, is that an inch good? Yes, intro? No, that was a very good and intro. I actually have a book which you can buy on their Amazon link, okay. which you should do it right now. It's called Hot Sex Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight. And it's a really cool book because you've seen the book, right? It's yeah. a picture. It's, we took real pictures of people having sex, but they're, um, actually, they're, they're illustrated. And so it's not like too aggressive, scary pictures, but they're really beautifully illustrated. And we have great pictures of the anatomy in there where you can actually see the clitoris and the entire female body and the male body, male structure, and you know how things work. And there's 200 positions that are pretty easy to do. 200 mm-hmm. things. It's not just positions. Like you can use whips and stuff like that. Too. I love that. <laughs> and I have my own lube too, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But one thing, okay, so one thing that I want to ask you, would you suggest that guys communicate with the girls that they're with? Like, even if it's somebody that they're with for one night, should they say, should they ask questions? Like, does this feel, or what, what should it they do? how far they go. I mean, if you're just, if you were the first night and you're getting down there and you're getting busy, I mean, I feel like you could just start with, so let's say he starts to go down her pants, right? I don't know. Some guys just kind of go into, go down on them. I don't know. But, but I, I wouldn't start away like just like, hey, so you like this, like that, but just go slow. Like that's my first advice is just to go slow and also start with her breasts. Like it bums me out when I'm with a guy and he's like, goes right for my pants. I'm yeah. Like, what about the breasts? Like whatever happened to my erogenous zones that you know that you know about, but I feel like guys are so sometimes in a rush because they're like, I feel like many men, the reason why they move so fast is because they're so used to getting shut down mm-hmm. a lot in life. <laughs> they feel they're like, like well, shit, I'm in here. I'm in and I better go really quick so like, she doesn't shut me down. It's like robbing a bank. Right. Like you're in there, you get in, you get out, <laughs> exactly. you get your shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're thinking. So I think you slow down, start again, tease. Teasing is like the number one thing that women always say that they want that men don't quite know how to do. And all I mean is slow down, rubber her over her pants, like her thighs, um, kiss her, kiss her neck. That's another erogenous zone. So start to get her excited before we you even get into her pants. And then when you get in her pants, again, if you start rubbing lightly over the underwear and then you start, you know, using your fingers or your mouth, then you can just start to, you know, lightly like if you're, say you're performing oral sex, use your tongue, start licking around there. And then you can see like, does that, you can say, does that feel good? How does that feel? But I wouldn't like ask a million questions, like an interrogation. <laughs> but if, if it looks like she's uncomfortable or wincing or something, but 
you know, yeah, post questions, be like, does, how does that feel? You know, and a lot of women might lie and say, that's good. Again, haven't you done that? I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. But, you know, just again, pay attention. So many men are in their head thinking, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? But they're not paying attention to her cues. So when you're doing something right that feels good, you'll notice her eyes might be rolling back in her head. Her breath will quicken. I mean, you know, her, her toes will curl. I mean, she'll... Well, that's my way of letting a guy know that he's doing something right. Sometimes I'll even exaggerate certain moves that says, okay, you're on the right path. Continue doing that. Or I'll move my certain, my body a certain way so they know to move their hand in a direction towards my clitoris. Yeah. That's a great thing for women to do too. Yeah. Move like a little to the side or, or I I always say, I'm like, oh, a little, you know, slow down. So I always tell guys like, so like, they're like, they're grateful. I feel like men are grateful for any feedback but if she's not giving you any you're not sure and because she's lying there then say babe what do you like what feels good how's this how's this you know but you know do it in a slow soft subtle way yeah like if a guy's going to if a guy goes fast it's almost like he's still a little boy it's right. like, like excitement. Really, right yeah and or everything anything fast right yeah and i feel like they can burn off your clitoris sometimes <laughs> yeah and they think <laughs> you should nice. rub 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 that's gonna hurt it's an yeah burn. Really especially if you're not on. using lube yeah oh my god lube is so important and so that's why you have to make sure that you are you know, again, like slowing it down and start like a lot of women like it. They, they can orgasm just from like, like little, like you're barely touching. Yeah. And then, and you also need to mix it up. So whether it's your fingers or your tongue or your mouth, you know, you, you do, you know, circular tongue for a while and you might suck on it a bit or you might move around it and then go back in or you know, it's just different for every woman. And you, you just have to try different things and kind of like performing oral sex on a guy, like you yeah. mix it up, right? You Guys, try different things out. Right. And you see what works. And then eventually you can tell, and especially if you, the first time you're with someone, not always so easy. And don't be bummed if she doesn't have an orgasm the first time. Cause right. I think women are a little trickier. So, you know, just try to do your best. Well, what, what are some like cool moves that they can try with their hands? Cause there's, have you ever heard of the butterfly move? What's that like tapping? So it's like, no, no, no. It's like where you're, this is going to be hard to explain over radio, but it's where you go, you open the lips and then you like make like butterfly movements. Yeah. Or like sparkle hands or jazz hands. Right. Or jazz hands. <laughs> then you, and then you go on the inside with like over the right. clitoris. I'm, I'm showing you, but I know right. people can't see what it is. Right. Actually, it's on my website. If you want to go to, um, wingirlmethod.com and there's an, there's a, art, there's an article on my blog about, uh, three myths you'll learn from porn. If you want to search for that, it'll show you a visual of the butterfly move because okay. I'm doing a horrible job at explaining. Right. I know what you, but you like, pull the lips, you pull the lips apart or you're saying you just rub around the clitoris like in light little. Both. Matters. You pull the lips apart right. and then you rub around the clitoris. Right. It's like, it's like a little butterfly. Yeah. Like, little, oh. like a little butterfly clitoris with your fingers or like lightly. Yeah. Like, just catching. Exactly. The that's a tease. Because the, 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 the longer you wait to actually, so, so my tips would be lightly rub her over her underwear. Once you get her pants off, good job. You did that. Keep her underwear on as long as you can. See yes. panties, but panties kind of bugs me that word, but whatever you want to use, but her underwear, leave it on a little bit longer. And, and here's why. When you start lightly rubbing over her underwear, it's not just that you're teasing her, which you are, but the fabric can feel really yes. good against the clitoris. So that's doing something else too to her. Like that feels really good. You can, and not just the clitoris, you can move your hands all over. You can grab her behind. You can move your fingers. You can even try to, you know, put your fingers like inside a little bit, but over the underwear and just like wait as long as you can before removing her panties. And then you want her to be like begging. You want her to be like yeah. dying for you to take off her panties. Well, did you ever see that movie 40 Days and 40 Nights? I don't think so. But it was with um, Josh Harnett, and he was he was like having a vow of celibacy for forty days, and he met this girl during that time period. Of course, and they couldn't touch each other, but he could like do things to her, and he made her orgasm just with a feather, just because of like the teasing, of right? Them exactly. not being able to have sex, which of, of course is like the the heightened level of teasing, right? And then like brushing her body with a feather, she had a complete orgasm, yeah. not even from going anywhere near her. Right. Job. Absolutely, it was amazing. It was te- yeah, I mean, there it's so, and a lot of women can have orgasms without even being being touched. Like in their mind. Yeah. Like the thing is because their brain, especially for women, is our largest sex organ. So so much goes on in, in our mind and we're thinking things and you're prolonging it. So I would just say like tease, tease, tease. I feel like for certain girls it's not their largest sex organ. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. you're thinking like, don't want this. I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want this. Right. So. You gotta well, get out of your head. Well what's what is one on. way to help a woman get out of her head? I know that it's not a man's responsibility right. to do that. But if you do want a great sexual experience, what is what are ways that he can help her get out of her head and get really into the moment? I mean, honestly, I don't think that he can help her. I think it's like a meditation. It's almost like if you've ever done any meditation, I would say that that for women and for men, because guys are in 
their head too during sex. Yeah. Like, am I going to come? Am I going to come? Oh my God. I'm going to, oh, there I go. So I think it's, it's, it's taking your mind out of those thoughts. Like, um, you know, for women, a lot of times why they can't orgasm is because they're thinking, am I going to orgasm? Is it about to happen? Is it about to happen? Right. So I would say, take yourself, I would say, take yourself out of the thinking and into the feeling. So then if the second you think yourself thinking something like, oh, does he think I'm fat? Am I whatever, whatever women are insecurities they have during sex and go into like, what am I feeling at this moment? Okay. His fingers are touching me. That feels good. Like get into the sensations in your body. And it, it is, I don't know if you've ever done meditation, but they tell you like, recognize your thoughts yeah. and then let them go. Notice your thoughts and let them pass you. So it's like every time you notice yourself like in your head or like your to-do list or something's going to have phones ringing, just go back to what I'm feeling in this moment. And like how his lips feel, how his fingers feel, how your body's feeling and get into your body because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. I had this, uh, when I was, went to summer camp, it's funny that we were talking about it before the show, summer camp. <laughs> but when I went to summer camp when I was younger and I got to be like in the older ages, we could choose whatever activities we wanted to. So we would always choose gymnastics to go to, but not because we like gymnastics, but because they had this meditation tape that right. you could play. And they, so we just went there and slept for an hour, <laughs> but it was a meditation tape and that's all that they would do. It would literally just sit, highlight a part of your body and say, Say, focus on that part of the body, exactly. the blood flowing through it, it relaxing into the ground, whatever it was. If you can apply that to sex and just be like, okay, I'm having sex with somebody and like, what are they doing to my body? What exactly. am I feeling in my vagina? What am I feeling on my breast? Like all exactly. of those things, it takes you off of those other thoughts that you right. were having before. So that's and actually a really good And tip. it takes practice. Like it's not Absolutely. like the first time, but like, it's almost like every time you're like, you, it might be like a hundred times during sex, you'd be like, Oh my God, am I going to talk? Okay, back to this, his feeling. Back. Am I gonna, <laughs> back to the feeling. And then eventually you'll just train your mind to be in the moment, which is like a, a lifelong process for all of yeah. you. Start well, by hard playing. For like so hard to do. While having sex. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes music does, yeah, but really, right, exactly. <laughs> but music does help people sometimes get their mind off things or whatever you need to like set the atmosphere, candles. Mm. I just realized my husband doesn't do that anymore. He used to have like mixtapes and stuff. <laughs> we would light candles. We don't do that anymore at all. We're, I'm going to restart. I gave you one of my candles too. Did you ever use Oh, that we use in the bathroom. Do you, do you love it? Yeah, I love it. I know. Emilyandtony.com. I made these um massage candles. That, but they're oil. They're oil as well. Yeah, no, they know. smell amazing. Right. I burned it after, I loved it, but I burned it after my cat would use the litter box. <laughs> right, well, that's the thing is that they're beautiful in your home, but then also they turn into this luxurious massage oil. They're all natural, coconut oil. So we oh, all, they're amazing. And then you pour it into another little like, foreplay thing if you guys like massage it's a great gateway gateway to intimacy you can have it lit on your table no one knows it doesn't scream massage candle because they're beautiful right. candles right. and then it pools into warm oil not hot you can't burn her it's not waxy sticky no it's very nice and then you pour it on your partner's body it feels amazing I love it, it or so where it is it again body you get it emilyandtony.com use coupon code emily and you get 20% off and they are very classy looking yeah, yeah they're very nice looking candles yeah they're beautiful they're from France we have three cents there's the fougere which is sort of a woodsy that's they're all for men and women and we've coconut I like the white one the coconut yeah the coconut uh, the, the woodsy vanilla. ones for the gay guys but it's not though here's the thing it's pine but I the fougere which is the woodsy one the, it's the black candle it's actually become my favorite and vanilla really? was my favorite there's something like woodsy pine. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like I'm never into real. those smells. I really like, I'm like not vanilla either. and coconut. coconut. And those so are those fantastic. are all good too. But they're selling like crazy because no one's ever, because people think, because again, all sexy. Three of them, because they're sexy. Yeah. And then I use it like, I don't always have someone over massaging me, but I'll just light it and put it on my skin as like a moisturizer in the summer because it's like or in the winter because it's cold, whatever, dry skin. Yeah. And you're, you're okay with putting that on your vagina too, right? You like can, yeah, you can. You shouldn't put it inside of you. Right. Because I was going to say. But you, I have a lubricant though too. Emilytony.com okay. lubricant that I love because I thought the same thing. I'm like, I want to make a lube that's safe for everybody because also the thing about our products are that they don't look like it's a high-end intimate care line. So it doesn't look like lube, like bottle it, you know, right. KY on your, it's like, no. it looks like it looks face like, lotion. Exactly. Yeah. It looks, it looks like, like a nice lotion beside you can, your bed. You can leave it by your bed, right. but you right. can't tell. And then you just, you know, oh, here, I have some lube right Right. So I love it. Oh, and then the down under comfort. We'll talk about that. It's so it's good. If so much stuff. Well, good thing you're going to be here for two episodes. I know. I'm so glad. Because there's so much to cover. But we have um Chloe Klein coming up in the second half of our show, which is going to happen very shortly. Uh, and she is going to update us on her Tinder adventures. And you are also going to tell us about your Tinder adventures. Yes. Because this is a new thing for you. It's brand new. I love mm-hmm. that we're talking about Tinder. I yes. love it. Okay. So you're fresh with it. So we have so two yeah. Tinderellas in the house. Yes, yes. exactly. So perfect. That. So you guys, before we get to anything else, I want to talk to you about the fact that I just ordered flowers on proflowers.com. I have made the mistakes in the past because my grandmother lives in Utah. I clearly do not, thank God. 
And like I've ordered them maybe like the day before and I never get really what I want. This is the time. If someone lives far away from you, this is the way in to their heart. I always order my grandma uh, flowers every year. This year I got roses on pro flowers. They were super affordable for roses because roses are always really expensive. I got a striped vase. It was like $29.99 and like $5 for the vase. If you buy roses anywhere, they're always way more expensive than that. And I also feel really awesome about what I did because she will get her flowers. I look really good. My brother and sister are going to look really bad. So I suggest doing that because that's definitely a way to get a gift for somebody that you can't really be next to. Do what I did. Go to proflowers.com and there's a little microphone up in the top. Click that and then type in ask. And then it will bring you, it'll say like, hey, ask women listener. And then you'll get to feel really proud while you're shopping. Go to to their website and do that, the little microphone. Must do it soon because the order expires midnight on Friday. So do your shopping. Go to proflowers.com. Look for the little microphone button at the top right-hand side of the page and then click that and all you have to do is type in ask. It's not like you do a dash ask anything code. They just literally say like, what's your password? Ask. And you can also do it by calling 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS and then mention ask to them on the phone. So after the break, we have Chloe Klein talking to us about Tinder, how to use it, what to do, her adventures. It'll be interesting. So stay tuned. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy betting new year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website design to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take action of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. Hey guys, welcome back to the S1 podcast. We are here with the very uh, informative Tinderella woman who I like. That's going to be my new. Yeah, phrase. seriously, I like her. Yeah, she's Chloe Klein. So you go out and you talk and you go on dates on Tinder. Yes, well, we right. had her on our show a long time ago. Remember, no, she's right. calling in as our, our yes, rep from Chicago, but now she's in Los Angeles. Yes, I am. And yeah, we're meeting her in person and she is going to tell us about her recent adventures. But actually, Emily was just telling us that she just I registered just for Tinder. did it in New York. My friend grabbed my phone on Valentine's Day. I don't know if she was like worried about me or something. I, said, I, I, I wonder if it crashed on Valentine's Day. I know, seriously. seriously. <laughs> we're in New York and she did it. And then anyway, we should explain what Tinder is. Yes. First of all, people don't know. It's fantastic, number one. Yes. Number two. Yeah, how would you I love Tinder because I feel like it takes dating back to like, it's just main, you know, sort of raw um, components where it's just an app on your phone and <laughs> back to the old days. Yeah. Well, it's an app on your phone. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it takes it back to the days yeah. and like uh, old days, but putting it um, in a new sort of medium. So like, um, 
But you basically look at pictures and you decide if this person in your vicinity is attractive or not. So you're like, yes or no, if you think they're attractive, which is kind of what happens, you know, or used to happen anyway in bars. You'd look at someone. Yeah, I think they're attractive. Yeah, yeah I don't. And then you either go up and start a conversation or not. Right? But now it's widening your view. So it's not like just people who are in the bar. You can set it to whatever distance you right. like, right? Right, yes. And I recommend... Um, if you're not- into driving really far to get disappointed. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't do anything over a one mile radius. Oh, see, that's good. What do you do? Well, I'm playing with it. Well, when I was in New York, I think I had like five miles, which was too much in New York. Even in LA, I think... It's way too far. That's a long distance relationship. I know it is in LA. So, but but let's back up for a real quick second that the interesting about Tinder is that there's only two things that you have to answer. Like all you do is if they're like, you log in through Facebook Mm -hmm. and you say... um, that the age range that you're looking for. So I'm looking for if you're a woman or, you know, a guy who's in the age range of 25 to 35, let's say. And then you pick how far you want to be. Do you want to be a mile, 10 miles? What's your distance? And then that's it. Yeah. And then all everybody. these guys, let's say if you're a woman, start popping up. And then yeah. you can say I yes. I pick no, the furthest because yes, no. it'd be the best excuse to not go out too often, but yet have a companion if you guys are <laughs> each other. Right. It's like, the pressure off. Right. Then you get a long distance relationship. Right. Oh, right. Safe right. way for Kristen to use Tinder. You do need to make sure you set if you're looking for men or women though right, because um, I've had a lot of friends get women in their feed and they're like, why is this happening? Right. Because mm-hmm. That's true. That's the third thing. Yeah. The third thing there is that three. you put men or women. I've had a lot of people that are like, why are these girls showing up? Oh, mm-hmm. you forgot to set that setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be interested. Here's <laughs> another thing, just one more thing that I was confused about Tinder and why I didn't do it is because it does access your Facebook. So I thought that like all my friends would see that I was on it, but all it does is if if you, all the guys that happen to be in the vicinity in your age range, I'm talking men because that's what I'm looking for. If you happen to have, it's not only Facebook that uses. So if, if there's a guy that's a mile away that happened to, I happen to have two of similar, two mutual friends on Facebook, it'll say, but most of the guys just happen to be in the right age range and the vicinity. Yeah. Close vicinity. So does it show your profile a picture or does it show you all can pick, your pictures? You can pick which ones you want up there. Okay, it grabs your things, profile. Emily, you're lying to us. Right. Well, then you say, well, that's how you set, right. You got to pick like, <laughs> you can pick up to four photos. Five? Uh, it's five now. Yeah. Five. Yeah, they've expanded. <laughs> just... I've had much better luck with the five pictures. I'm yeah. Me too. That's the picture really doesn't. Range. You can show your it's range. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you do. You pick your picture. Yeah. But if you don't pick picture, it'll just grab your profile picture from Facebook, right? Right. Right. And then nice... you can also delete that and add whatever you want. Yeah. You can mm. totally go through any picture you have on Facebook and choose five. And the nice thing about the Facebook thing too is that if it shows that you've got mut- uh, mutual friends in common, I'll screenshot it and send it to that mutual friend and be like, what do you think of this? guy really? and i've gotten feedback like do not even go near that dude like really yeah yep. and then i've gotten other things like oh you know i kind of knew him in high school so whatever just go for it right. um and those are like i fucked him last week so, <laughs> so <laughs> go for it I've had, awesome. I've had that too really? <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah one of my friends was like i went out with that guy three months ago so like, my my question is how come so you haven't found anyone consistent yet so how come no. you've gone on so many dates? Is um, it just the quality of people isn't where it should be? Um, well, no. I mean, I have two girlfriends that have met their boyfriends on Tinder. And um, my brother met his girlfriend on Tinder. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is creating real relationships. It is. It's funny because I asked my sister about it because she's 26. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's 25. And I said, are you on Tinder? And she said, no, that's a hookup site. It all depends what you're looking for. It can be a hookup site. And you know right away, like, because they send you a message through the Tinder platform and right away, if a guy says like, what are you doing right now? Do you want to come over? And you're like, well, okay. right. you know, you're looking for, and you know, and if that's what you're looking for, then go for it, yeah. you know? But, um, does it show your actual Facebook information after you guys connect? Like, can mm-hmm. they, no, no, okay. no. no. it shows it anything that you've liked on Facebook, you know, like music pages or things right. like See, that. So. I wish I could control that too. Um, yeah. Cause well, it shows like if you have mutual things. So right. like if you like mute a mutual band or something, right. um, that's or if cool. you so like commonalities. You know, yeah. Yeah. And and then, um, you know, so that's kind of like if you need something to talk about. Or right, right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, I've been in, in L.A. now for like 48 hours and Tinder is so awesome out here. It's so that's much better than Chicago. I already have a date for after this podcast. She's got to go right now. Right. Really? So you, you like dating. So you find dating enjoyable. I love dating. I love meeting new people. I just think it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, what yeah. Are, what's the percentage that you're like hooking up with these people afterward? Um, well, unfortunately, the dates are pretty bad. <laughs> so, um, the percentage right now is real low. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've met one of the, one of my best friends now from Tinder. 
Really? He, yeah. He and I, uh, we went out, um, I think it was the last time I was on this podcast. Um, he and I were going out and it was kind of going pretty well, but we just didn't really have like a huge, you know, connection, romantic connection. And we both kind of were like, yeah, you know, just not feeling it, but I really enjoy your company. This is great. And now he and I are really, really good friends. See, that's, that's cool. Funny. You can also mm-hmm. meet friends from it. It's just like moving you yeah. to a new city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously everyone you meet, they're probably looking to get laid initially, but there could be totally. a great connection. Absolutely. And you can meet a lot. It's a great way to people really quickly. And yeah. So. Yeah. You can also have like super disaster dates though that are super funny just to like have the best story at the like next what? cocktail party. Uh, like, oh like my God. The last, the right, whole, well, funny. <laughs> super funny. <laughs> I'd have so many rape stories about that. <laughs> I'm no. raping them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you always have to tell, you know, I'm very safe about it. you have to tell people where you're going. Yeah. You know, well, same like, like, dating, same thing. Yeah. And Twitter usually knows like all of where I'm going for every date. Like every, you know, Twitter world knows where I'm at. So but um this last date I went on was about a week ago and um I was super impressed because the guy made reservations at a restaurant. You know, you have low happened, expectations, right? Like I was so impressed. He made reservations. Yeah. He's like, well, that's an 830 reservation. I was like, holy shit. Like this is <laughs> oh, real. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it was one of those dates where like, it's kind of like a slow explosion where you don't really realize it's going bad until like halfway through. And I was like, I, um, know the last words you said to your dying grandmother and you don't know what I do for a living. Like oh, he just kept talking. Oh my God. It was like a therapy. That's session. why he called to make reservations. You just wanted to talk to the person on the phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. Totally. So I started counting the questions that he asked me and I'm pretty sure it was like four and a half. And two of them were one was, have you had any surgeries? <laughs> and are you really religious? And I was like, I like this fuck? guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he gets to the point. Yeah, of, course, to know. of course the rapist was like right, exactly. Have you had any surgeries? I'm going to need to know about, like right. any open wounds that might be DNA. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think this brings up a really just a side note here for what you guys do on your, your Ask Women podcast. It's like for men on dates, like this is the biggest. I hear this all the time. Uh-huh. I this is like women all the time. Like he didn't ask one thing about me. Yeah. Well, did he, he watch the Bachelor last night? No. Okay, so on the Bachelor last night, just don't ask, ask questions. Shut up. Every woman that was on the show said. He didn't know one thing about me. He didn't ask me any questions. He kept saying he's looking for a wife, but didn't ask me any questions. I know everything about him, but he doesn't know who I am. And like, people are getting so mad and wow. furious. I, like advise, somebody, you know, I advise women that if guys do that, just openly roll your eyes. Honestly, <laughs> don't try to be polite. Right. I'm telling yeah. you because they need to learn a lesson and that, that, cause they, the thing is they get away with it. It's like, oh, the date didn't go well and they don't know why. And then they do it on the next one. The next well, one, okay. I'm going to tell you a quick story actually, because my sister-in-law once called me from the bathroom and said, Marnie, I'm having a horrible time on a date. I'm with this guy. I met him before. I knew he was really great before I went out with him this time. But now this time he keeps talking and talking and talking and talking and won't ask me anything about myself. And he was so wonderful the first time that I met him. What do I do? And I like, well, most likely he's nervous. He's trying to fill the void, fill the space, mm-hmm. avoid awkward silences. Go back to the table, put your hand on top of his hand and say, like letting him know we're in this together. Smile. And then I t- I'm telling you, he'll start to calm down and ask you questions. And she wrote me afterwards and said, your voodoo magic worked. (laughs) So that is the thing. A lot of guys are super nervous and they don't want to have those awkward silences. They they just keep talking sometimes or they're arrogant assholes. My theory is that they don't hang around women very often. Right. And so they're not sitting around with their dude friends being like, oh, these are my feelings. And this is what (laughs) happened in fourth grade. And then all of a sudden they're around a woman who, you know, is more receptive and Yeah. And it's just like, all of a sudden yeah, it's throwing up on you, like with right. word vomit and it's a, and it really does turn into a therapy session, like more times yeah, than not. Yeah. It's like they need a mom in a way. Well, and there, there's no space for connection either right. because you're not right. actually having a conversation. I have a, a, a blog on my blog or an article on my blog right now about communication threading that people should go check out. It's all about like exactly what you just said. When guys talk to each other, they find, they're, they're talking to find out information. When women talk to each other, they're trying to find out emotion and trying to find out and share more and get more out of the conversation. So when a man and a woman talk, there's a lot of confusion. And so this article actually tells you how to talk to a woman without becoming a woman. And that's about listening and asking questions and like adding on to what she said. So that that's a really good point that was brought up. Yeah. But I want to hear more about like, okay, so for you, because you haven't been successful on Tinder, do you think it's the way that you're using Tinder and selecting people on there that may be the reason why you are finding people that you don't actually connect with? Um, I think I think my problem is, is that I 
have like zero expectations. And so I'm just kind of like, oh, sure, I'll go out with you. That's what I told Emily to do. I'm like, just say yes to everybody. Yeah. I I mean, I pretty much do. Um, unless they're, you know, they're like wielding a knife in their picture or something. I'll be like, that would totally be. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll send you those pics. Unless it was a butter knife. (laughs) So Emily, how do you, how do you use it? Because I know you're new to it. Yeah. I'm new to it. I just start looking at, you know, I I look at, hopefully they have more than one photo, but like sometimes their first photo, they're wearing like a hat. They have one photo and they got a hat and sunglasses. And you're like, really? Like, what are you telling me? Nothing. Like you're incognito. They're gone. Yeah. You reject and you say no. Because all you do is you swipe yes or no. If you say yes and you click the yes. So I think that I just look for guys that I look at their pictures and I just for a second, like what story are they doing? First of all, if I find their, their cute, I look at their photos or I'm attracted. Something intrigues me. And then I'll just look at a few of their photos and I'll, sometimes I'm not sure, but I'll just say yes anyway. But pretty often I'm pretty not sure. And I just say no, no, if I'm not, if I don't see any attraction. Right. And you were saying before you wait for them to write to you. I do, but I've always been like that in my dating life. And I, not that I know it's 2014 and women are, can do whatever, ask men out, but I have always been this way. I typically, it'll say you have a match. So how, oh, we should also explain how it works that I can go through and say, yes, yes, no, no, no. And if someone had happened to see my photo and he also liked me and vice versa, it'll say, you eyes are matched. So then he goes into my match thing, but I would never say, hey, we're matched. I wait for them to message first. Do you do that too? Honey? I, absolutely. <clears throat> and that's the reason is, and it's not even so much about, you know, like the traditional thing. It's really about time. I'm just like, I don't know, I know. I have time to like go through and, you know, and again, I'm saying yes to everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying yes to all these jokers. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, but what's been awesome again about being out in LA is I have gotten so many messages from my matches where in Chicago, I'll match with like 17 people They're and never hear from yeah. anyone. Really? And then out here, like yesterday, I started tutoring yesterday. Right? I got messages from almost every match. And I was like, this is amazing. I just... That is so cool. Well, right. Well, can you tell us <laughs> about good, like, good messages yes, and bad messages? I was messages? just going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, let's read through them. I'm sure there's really douchey the comments here. Is, in, is there like a Wi-Fi? Okay, can you... Okay, so here's our, what's the Wi-Fi for in here? Now everybody's going to be like... Oh, no, we'll do, we'll do it. But so, so, for example, there's some that's like, hi, glad we matched. Bored. I'm already bored. I'm sleeping. Yeah. If that's our yeah. first date, I'm falling asleep. I'm sad we matched. But then another thing, I'm like, yeah, you know, hey, we matched. But some guy, like somebody like, writes, hey, we matched. Yeah, he's like, hey, mark. glad we matched. And well, like, there's no opening for that. Right. So it's they need openings. Well, you guys, you know, you guys talk yes. about So, um, and then so, so, but another guy said, um, to me, something to the effect of like, how many words is it going to take till I, it was something cuter than engaging. Like, yeah. He was engaged me. He said, so how many, he said, like, hi. I said, I don't remember what it was. And then I said something short and he said, you seem like you're going to need a lot of words to get, you know, it was just something yeah. cute. It was something like, it started, like a banter. Personality. started a banter. Well, this is the it whole thing. Personality. It's a bar scenario and putting it onto your handheld device. Exactly. Right. You still have to apply that flirting and banter and excitement. Exactly. To whatever it is. Exactly. Whatever More than it is. ever. Absolutely. Because it's even harder to come across over text or over messaging, whatever it is. What are some right. of the worst and best messages you've ever received from guys? Um, the worst are things that it's like, hi, beautiful. Well, you know, it's just, it's just, again, it's like cheesy bar line. It's like, where do you go from that? That's right. Like, right. You know, because you, I don't know, you're sending that to everyone. Hey, um, I even something simple, um, like, how was your weekend how's your week going you know just kind of like it's very innocuous is it's a good opener um or commenting on pictures like i have a picture um from a street fair in chicago where i'm standing next to a cardboard cutout of judge mathis (laughs) so like i've gotten comments on that like oh so what's judge mathis like you know or something funny you know again like starting the banter showing that like you really did yeah is that your dog i have a picture like my dog in there yeah and like so here's one like that i liked from this one guy and the first thing he said to me was i just kind of explained it but he said good morning emily how many words do you need and it's just funny like, oh i like that because it's it's almost open-ended and i said I, and i just wrote counting dot 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 <laughs> oh, and yeah. he's like i'm getting the feeling you're closer to war and peace than a short story and then we started <laughs> this great banter oh, i like that Where, like other guys are like glad we matched get in touch yeah email me back i'm like no yeah, like, no right. why would i ever want to write you back so right. so then where do you where do you date from this like what how soon are you like yes i want to go out with you and well, how soon are you like yes ask me out um I, again i always wait for them to ask me out um and if they don't do it within 
you know, pretty soon. Then I just kind of move on. Like pretty soon is what? Like one day or five messages or? Um, I would say, yeah, within five messages, one day. Otherwise, it's just, you're just getting bored. Yeah, your pen pal's on a Tinder platform, which kind of gets degrading at a certain point. (laughs) From the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're already like at, you know, rock bottom. So you might as well just like at least move over to text. How were you dating before you came across Tinder? Um, I, I was openly going up to guys and just hitting on them. Wow. <laughs> I love how like into dating you are. I've never met someone who actually, cause it's almost like yeah. more TV show stuff where like, I didn't know people actually went on this many dates. Yeah. It's, it's like a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, she and, writes about it too. Yeah, so. I love, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's truly, um, it's truly just a really fun way to meet people and you're always getting to meet someone new. And that's really why I like it. Um, for me, it'd be like, I'm always getting to hate someone new. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, tell tell us maybe a little bit about your dating life. So, how come? Why do you think you haven't found that guy yet? Um, well, this is where I wonder if I'm totally like an irresponsible dater because I'm not looking for that one guy. And this sometimes I'm like, should I even be dating right now? Yes, um, you should. Because dating is for fun. It's not. It's not just yeah, for fun. And I and then I feel bad because you'll go out with some guy who's totally looking. You know, just he's looking for a wife. He's looking to settle yeah. down. And I'm like, that is not in yeah, the cards for me right now. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no babies coming out of this. Right. Right. And um, I think if I ever were to meet someone, um, you know, with you know, launching two careers right now, I don't think I'm like, I don't know where you'd fit in my life, you know? So it kind of stresses me out to even think of the, that possibility, um, which is why I love first dates because it's just kind of like, you know, it's entertainment. Hit it and quit it. I'm gonna move here. <laughs> You're just enjoying yourself. You're just like, I want to meet people and have fun. Mm-hmm. That's and good. I think. If you stick around, we can go out a few times. We'll have fun with each other. Do you other. guys communicate that normally that that's what you're looking for? Do you know that begin before you get into it? No. Um, and it, like, if it comes up, you know, I'm very honest about that, you know, um, and, uh, there's been times where, you know, I've gone on a first date and wanted a second date, but there has literally been no time. Um, and that yeah, gets really frustrating. I, 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 I was gone for 10 days. I've like three guys. I'm like, oh, I want to go out. I have no time. Yeah. 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 They're cute. What do you say right. to these guys? Well, I, you mean, what do you mean about going out? About like not having time because uh, for some guys are like, oh, that's an excuse. Right. Or, so, so how do you say it? That actually means it's real. You know what? I'm like, I, well, I, I might say I've got a really busy week. Every night this week is busy. How does next week look, look like for you? So you're really you're interested. open. Yeah. You're yeah. Like if they're like, let's get option. together. I said, honestly, this is a crazy week of work, but next week. I'm available Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Or I try to say like lunch, you know, I could do like, which I do not like sober dates at all. I right. think I've done it once and it was horrendous, <laughs> but like, I, I don't even, like, sober, I don't like sober podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we're doing shows right now. Yeah. Um, but, and so I just will even try to make some sort of like, you know, showing and making an effort, you know, if it gets that busy. Right. 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 Like oh, we could do lunch and they're like, no, I can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well now you're saying no. So I, right. I don't right. feel as bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, because, there, because there's different philosophies to dating. People say, like, oh, never just get coffee. That's kind of a cop out. You should commit to like drinks or dinner. Oh, I say the opposite. You, I say like, get Especially in and get out. Tinder. Oh, yeah. 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 If you're not like this person, a you meal want is too long. To a full a meal, meal is too long. Like the appetizers are coming. You're like, oh, oh my God. God. Like, yeah. Like, like, how am I yeah, getting yeah, out? Yeah. Just with the calamari. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, you want a coffee. And then if you choose to, you can extend to right. dinner, right. especially with Tinder or whatever. Yes, with online dating or with Tinder. You have no freaking clue if you're going to like this person. The guys already know them. That's when you can invest more time. Totally. The guys you have gone out with on dinner dates, have they been paying? Um, Lately, yes, because I have just done the absolute like refusal. You don't even do the reach? Not anymore. Um, because I get too resentful when, you know, they accept it. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's not really fair. It gets too confusing for guys out there. There's so much expected of them. You know, they have to plan the date. They have to make the date. They have to, you know, um, they have to pay for it, you know, in, and all we have to do is show up and look nice and have a good time. Which, which, which takes, takes a lot of time. Yes. That's a lot of more. It's really fun. But it's really fun and they have like a stressful part. So I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to make it confusing. And I, and some guys will be like, I don't know what to do anymore because I don't want to offend someone. I don't want to think you can't pay for your stuff. So I don't even do the reach. If you ask me out, you're going to pay for it. And I just say, thank you. What about you. if you asked him out? Then I pay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Then I offer to pay. And you know what? That's what, you, sorry. You know what that's yeah. like is like if you call someone 
And you call and you just go, hey, and then you leave it in their ballpark to start the conversation. It's like, but you called me. Right. Approaching too. A lot of guys right. approach women and they're like, they, they, they've spit out their first line. They're like, okay, now I'm done. It's your job to carry on the conversation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I like, I like that rule. See, I think yeah. splitting or splitting. Or I, I always say, I always start to tweet. I actually, the other night I was talking to my friend. She's like, oh, I went on this guy, but he had me, he asked me first to split it. And I tweeted, I'm like, Three words women never want to hear. Let's go. Let's split it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Three split. Yeah. Unless they're talking about your jeans. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Seriously, like, that is not going to get your legs to split. No, it's like, no, it's like, okay, well, I'll pay 622 for the pastrami. Yeah. Right. But I I hate saying that though. I do. People always ask me, I'm like, look at, oh, yes, guys should pay for the first few dates. Like, it's just, they just show That's how we all feel. Like, women, even though I make my, I'm an independent woman. I just think it's not hot for us to sit and talk about money in the first place. Yeah. It just needs to be taken care of. Eventually I'll take you to dinner. You'll take me. It's not like I'm like that. I'm not like a gold digger, but that's just do it. Pay for it. Take her somewhere than that you can afford. Then you're not freaked out about it. Right. Absolutely. And make sure you leave. Honestly, I think a big turnoff is leaving like a bad tip. I think that's really important. I always peek. I'm always peeking. Me too. For sure. So what's a good tip? 20, 20%. At least 20%. And don't, even for Chicago. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chicago's that cheap out there. <laughs> I waited tables. I'm Canadian and Jewish. I do. <laughs> I, I still, I always do 20%, but I hate it. I used to be a server and I, I, I would bust my ass to do a good job to earn my 15% right. at that point. People out in Los Angeles, like they are the worst servers and they still get 20%. And that's what always bothers me. Cause I'm like, tap dance a little bit. Be right. nice. <laughs> well, I think if you're, I think if you're with a guy for a while, then you guys can start judging the waitress. Like, eh, she kind of sucked. I mean, right. maybe, maybe yeah. like no, you know, 18% date. or something. But on the first date, just don't be a dick. I think so too. Just totally. give her the 20%, even and if she I, country. Another thing my mom says is you can always tell on the first date how he treats the waitress is yes. always going to treat you. Yes. So, and also how he treats his mother is always going to treat you. So if he's like, hey, it's his mother. They haven't talked in five years. Like, that's a problem. Right. But also if he's like, hey, returning his food and hey, where right. is she? Come here. And he doesn't say please or thank or you. Patronizing. Or, or patronizing. Right. Or patronizing. Or just, yeah, like, where is she? Or talking or talking in a way in which it makes it's her demeaning. put down. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, you know. It's, it's so funny. You know how I like my steak cooked. <laughs> right. No, I don't. And I don't. I'm realizing why we have a man in the room. Yeah, yeah. This is like the the estrogen fest right yeah. now. It's so fun. But you're getting really good information for the guy, for the people that are listening right now. For, for women and for men. I think so too. But yeah, but for men especially, you're getting to hear the insider's point of view on how, of what we actually think, how yeah. we feel, and how we respond to you doing certain things. So I think this fan, this conversation was fantastic. Yeah. So Chloe, thank you so much for being here and sharing Absolutely. us, uh, sharing with us your stories from Tinder, your short stories of dating. Um, uh, and Emily for giving us instructions <laughs> on finding the clitoris yes. and what to do with it. And that was wonderful. We're sorry you weren't here for that. Part. I know, seriously. <laughs> but well, you know where it is, right? Yeah. I'm very familiar with okay, the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're welcome. Yeah. I have a podcast section with Emily. You can also find it at Podcast One or iTunes. I've got thousands of them up there about the clitoris and many other things. And Love Line. Yes, I host Love Line on Thursday nights and I'm on the uh, some other nights, Love Line podcast and radio show. You have too long a list of things. I know. I've yeah. got so like iPhone apps. You pick three, right? You know you if a guy doesn't believe you're busy, just say, look at my Twitter page. Exactly. Okay? Like, exactly. Or don't. No time yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. Because he won't <laughs> want to do it. Yeah. Um, and then Chloe, how do people get in touch with you and find out more about you? Well, I've got one little thing compared to Emily. ChloeKlein.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my blog uh, where you can find all my funny dating stories. Um, and it's getting a makeover this week. So you'll awesome. Know. That's oh, why you're more. in LA. That's what yeah. happens. I know. Right, and get, my blog's getting Botox. So. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you ladies for being here. So Emma T is here. going to join us for another episode. So, so you're excited to hear everything. more about vaginas and breasts <laughs> and all the goody goody sex stuff that you need to know to pleasure a woman every time that you're yeah, with I'll her. be in the corner crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you can check out new episodes of the Ask Women podcast every Thursday. They come out. And if you subscribe to our podcast, then it will download for you automatically. But go to podcast one, that's podcastone.com and download new episodes of our podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at askwomenpodcast.com. And we didn't do any analyze this questions today, but write your questions into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. I don't know why I just totally forgot that. But we will see you guys next week. 